Okay, welcome back to the Red Dice Diaries podcast. I'm John, joined by my lovely wife Hannah. We're tr- smashing our way through these RPG and A 2019 prompts, and day number five, the word is space. Now, obviously, we could talk about the many different sci-fi games that there are, you know, Traveller, uh, Star Trek, whether you're faster or sort of the, the newer... Um, Modiphius one. Looking uh, behind I, you, I suppose Star I should Wars. know that. Sorry, Lloyd, please don't kill me. But um, uh, yeah, this is the Star Wars, like numerous iterations. Shadow Run. Shadow Run. Traveller. Yeah. Loads of different sci fi games. Yeah, Mind Jammer, the Interface <laughs> Zero. Loads of different sci fi games. But we thought rather than talk about those, because it's, it's a bit obvious, we're going to actually use the word space to talk about gaming space in general and you know sort of like the environment that you actually play in now for myself most of the games i run now are online you know using video conferencing zoom obs that sort of thing excuse me so i've basically got a room in the house which has all my bookcases in you'll have seen it if you've seen any of my videos Um, i've got my computer set up in front of me a couple of monitors webcam Blue Yeti microphone, table in front of me, books by the bucket load, a little table next to me that Hannah sat on at the minute, um, where I can put my books, and that I can open the window next to me, I can shut the curtains if I need to keep out the light, whatever, I've got a light in here, That that's pretty much all I need for my space for gaming. Um, but that's because it's in an online sort of gaming space, so obviously... I'm the only one in here normally, and I know you use this room as well, love, when you're doing your Star Trek game, because you use my computer for it. Um, when we've run games in the past, sort of face-to-face, we've done it in like our living room, you know, you've got a couple of settees, you've got comfy chairs people can sit on. I do always think it's worth, ha- if you're doing a face-to-face game, having like a central area, whether that's like a table or something like that. And I know that's what Barry's doing in his fifth edition mm-hmm. game I'm playing at the minute. We're all sort of sat around like a big dining room table, effectively. And I think that's handy because it keeps everyone's attention sort of focused in the same place and sort of keeps everyone together. You know, you're all looking at each other. You've got your sheets there. You've got your books there. You can all look at the GM. Whereas I think if people are more sort of dispersed, there's more a tendency for like people to like drift off and maybe not get as involved, you know, like look at phones, that sort of malarkey. So in, in terms of your sort of like, ideal gaming space or what would that involve Ooh, um, I'm not so bothered about the table All right. the table's grand if you've got a room that's big enough for it but most important for me is getting the players in a horseshoe facing the GM so that the GM's clearly like in front of everybody can see everybody not so important that the players are like you know, able to look straight at each other. You can lean around and chat to each other, you know. Yeah. But yeah. it, particularly thinking of our living room, having um, the players all on the sofa and then the GM sat opposite on the floor if necessary, just so that the GM can see all the players clearly. Um, again, having that focus on the table, I do like to have 
some miniatures if I'm doing a tabletop game just to show people where stuff is because combat goes a lot quicker that way. Oh, no, I mean, I agree. don't I get mean, angry. No, I agree. Um, I mean, even, even the online games I run, I use roll 20 a lot because you can see you use the, the electronic t miniatures and stuff like that and you can see where everything is and it does make fights a lot more simple mm. you've not got sort of every five minutes someone going like oh how far away is that again or oh, how many of those orcs or whatever are like near to me it just eliminates a lot of that necessary like redescribing stuff i mean i think one of the things i do like and this is more sort of like when we're at um, uk games expo and stuff like that i don't know how feasible it will be in your own sort of home is having the space to be able to sort of like get up as the GM and like walk around the players. Yeah, I really like that because I think I think it makes it a bit more dynamic rather than just sort of like sat there looking at me sat in a chair for the whole True, thing. True. Yeah, the, you know, the space you to stand up. Yeah, is and nice. also you you can you can I hesitate to use the word acting, but you can bring a bit more sort of dynamism to it. You know, like if you're if you're talking about someone like striding down a corridor, you can do that sort of like marchy walk mm -hmm, to like mm -hmm. get across the idea. And it all, obviously you, you can just describe stuff and when I'm online, I rely entirely on like description, but having an extra visual element there just like reinforces that. So if I'm, if I'm talking about an NPC and he's like giving the player characters like, like a telling off and I describe him as like banging his fist on the table. If I can actually like do that, it just sort of hammers home that point, like what the NPC is like, in the same way that like doing a different voice for an NPC mm -hmm. or like a certain mannerism might hammer it home. I mean, of course, we'd all love to have one of these epic gaming rooms, like you see occasionally on the internet, some celebrity or other. Yeah, I think yeah. the last one I looked at was the Rocks gaming room, and it was like bigger than the floor plan of our house, with a massive table in the middle and massive laser stuff all above the table so he could just project down whatever that's, that's he wanted. That's those action movie dollars but, coming yeah. in. Yeah. Um, it, it was some D&D &D type of like celebrity that you wouldn't expect to be into D&D. &D. Um, but yeah, we'd all love to be able to do that, but it's also you can still have a reasonable RPG even if you're like, I don't know, crammed up on a train, just killing two hours, you can still have a reasonably entertaining one-shot game around one of those little tables on a train. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the space is nice, and the space helps with the game, but at the end of the day, you need a good game to start with. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's like anything. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff that's nice, and it can it can add to an already good game mm. but you can have like the best gaming table in the world and the, the biggest space but like if if the game's trash then like it's not going to help it out really <laughs> is it so right so have you got anything else you want to talk about with regards to space love the final frontier all right got a, slip a bit of a trek reference in there we're actually lamenting is that we discussed trek in an earlier episode when we realized that this was space but um uh, <laughs> That, that has sent us off sort of boldly going where probably a few people have gone before during this and talking about gaming space. But hope you've enjoyed the episode. We'll be back with episode six very shortly. Take care. We'll catch you soon. <laughs>